This is the Match Day Roundup. Welcome back to the Powered by Football podcast, your favourite Power Chief Football podcast hosted by Jackson Taylor. On today's episode, we discuss Match Week 1 of the 2024 season for both the Reserve Grade and Premier League competitions as Sydney FC faced Hills United whilst the Newcastle Jets played against the Western Sydney Wanderers. This episode features match reports for all four games, as well as interviews from Lachlan Ninham and Chris Suffield, so stay tuned as we discuss the reserve grade fixtures first. The Sydney FC vs Hills United reserve grade game began with the Sky Blues looking like the stronger side. Attack after attack came from Sydney in the first half, to no avail. In the 11th minute, a miscommunication in defence from Sydney led to an open goal for Lachlan Ninham to flick in. Minutes later, a defensive mistake from Sydney resulted in a penalty for Hills United. Mel Marlowe saved a tame penalty from the Hills to keep the score at 1-0. In the second half, Sydney FC continued to apply pressure to the Hills' defence, yet failed to create any product. Against the run of play, some Hills' pressure forced the Sydney defence into giving away the second penalty of the game. Despite the penalty being saved, the ricochet was finished by Ninham for his second goal of the game. After this goal, Sydney substituted on their more experienced players in Harry Simmons and Fletcher Ball to try and get a result back, but it was too little too late for Sydney FC. I spoke to Ninham after the match to discuss the winning feeling and his two goals. Here's the clip. Uh, I'm Lachlan Ninham, I play for Hills United and I am 14 years old. What are your initial thoughts after that game, Lachlan? Mm. It was great, yeah. Happy with the result, yeah. Good result for you guys. Absolutely, and how does it feel to score the first goal? Yeah, it's good, yeah. First on the bloody score sheet. Yes. It's pretty good, mate. Exactly, yeah. Good on ya. And the last question, which I'm going to do for every interview, is I want you to make a prediction. Can it be for either yourself or for Hills as a whole? What's going to happen this season? I think we're going to do really good, yeah. We're going to have fun as well. How many are you going to score? Ten. Ten? Yeah. You're going to score ten goals this season? Alright, at the end of the season, we're going to come back and see how many you did score, yeah? Alright, well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Lachlan. The second reserve grade match between the Newcastle Jets and the Western Sydney Wanderers began with a goal from Cooper Greenwood, which surprised Wanderers reserve goalkeeper and powered by football host Jackson Taylor. With the score being 1-0 from the second minute onwards, the Wanderers looked to apply pressure on their opposition. However, the Jets' strength and depth meant this was difficult for the Red and Black. As the Jets continued to have chances, Wanderers spent a large majority of the half defending Newcastle, unable to make any attempts to try to get a goal for themselves. In the second half, the Wanderers showed more promise in attack, however goals were not being scored. In the 28th minute, a Newcastle Jets sideline hit was unable to be cleared by Taylor as the ball rolled to Greenwood for him to slot his second goal of the game. With Taylor pushing up slightly more toward the end of the game, a sense of urgency was felt amongst the Wanderers team. Whilst they had multiple attacking opportunities after the second goal was scored, none of them were a match for the Newcastle defence as Greenwood's brace secured a 2-0 win over the Wanderers. Moving on to the Premier League matches now. And the Sydney FC versus Hills United Premier League game saw Sydney assert their dominance early, launching a quick counter-attack after a miss-hit sideline in the first minute for the Hills. Within three minutes, 
Chris Suffield had scored against his former side, giving the Sky Blues a 1-0 lead. Sydney continued with a strong defence throughout the first half, preventing a significant amount of Hill's attacks from turning into goals. Hills continued to attack in the second half, however, no goals were being produced. Sydney could not take advantage of the few attacking opportunities they had in the final 20, as the scoreline remained stagnant as the second half progressed. The end of the game was tense for both teams, with Sydney's defence weakening. The team appeared fatigued and not as sharp as they did at the start of the game. However, the Hills were not able to provide any moments of sensation to equalise in the second half, as Suffield's goal against his former club separated the two at 1-0. I spoke to Chris regarding this result and his goal. Here's the clip. Yeah, so I'm Chris Suffield. I'm 34 years old and I play for Sydney FC Power team. Perfect. So, first question I have for you is, how are you settling in? It's been a really interesting experience so far. I've been playing for Hills previously, and before that I was playing for the Central Coast Mariners. And one of my teammates, Chris Turnbull, he was also one of the Power Roos goalkeepers at the recent World Cup. I played beside him for about 10 years. Yeah, wow. So it's really different having a new defensive pairing Yeah. that I've never had before. But everyone's been really great and I already feel part of the family at Sydney FC, so it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, perfect. So next question I have is obviously scoring so early. Do you have a target on your head from Hills because you scored against them so quickly? I think they were always going to look at how they could put me off my game early. But thankfully there wasn't too much contact, which yep. I, I was happy with. And I think we were just lucky to have a good opportunity to strike. Yep. The Hills defensive pairing of Matt Mellows and Chris Turnbull yep. are quite new together. Yep. So I thought if I had a chance to take an early shot, yep. I would and fortunately it went in. Perfect. So what do you think got you over the line in this result? I think we've got a lot to work on. It's only round one. Mm. So our first half was pretty good for periods. We started off well, put them under a bit of pressure. But as the game went on, we found ourselves on the back foot a little bit more. Yeah. The second half was really tough. We couldn't get the territory that we wanted. So we were playing a lot of defense, not a lot of offense. So I think what really helped in the end was we trusted each other yeah. and everyone remained calm. I think once you start to panic, then things can go pear-shaped pretty quick. Yeah. But I think we just had enough of that fight in us to just stick in there for the whole 40 minutes. Yeah, perfect. A good result for you guys. And the last question, which I ask in every interview, is I want you to make a prediction, either for yourself or the team, for the season. And at the end of the season, we're going to come back and look at it and see if it was right or wrong. Well, starting off the season with a win was a really good result for us. So if we can pick up Six wins, I reckon that would be a really massive achievement for the team. Perfect. We'll write that down. Thank you very much for this, Chris. No worries. All good. Have a good one. The Newcastle Jets versus Western Sydney Wanderers Premier League match began with Newcastle showing their strength immediately with attacks that were bravely defended by the Wanderers. By the eighth minute, the Jets had scored their first goal thanks to Jordan Crane scoring against his former club. Not long after, and the Wanderers scrambled an almost certain goal off the line to keep the score at 1-0 for a few more minutes. However, 
The Jets capitalised off a sideline hit in the 18th minute, with Dimitri Leolio Davis scoring to end the first half on a high for his team. It wasn't long into the second half before a corner for the Jets led to an own goal from Andy Waite, as the Jets went 3-0 up in the 21st minute of the game. The Jets continued their strong attacks, and whilst the Wanderers defended valiantly, the Jets were the strongest team in attack. Two minutes later, Chris Hastas sent the Jets 4-0 up, with the Wanderers fighting for dignity rather than a result at this point of the match, it was all the more important when an attacking threat forced Jackson Taylor into putting the ball in his own goal to send the Jets 5-0 up in the 33rd minute. Whilst the Jets looked threatening for the rest of the game, they were not able to crack the Wanderers' defence for a sixth time as the result ended 5-0 in favour of the reigning champions. I just wanted to give two sets of thank yous now that the main part of the episode is over. The first is to whoever is listening to this podcast from the River Thames. I have seen on rss.com, which is the website I use to host this podcast, that someone is positioned in the middle of the River Thames, which is the river just in front of the London Eye. If that's you, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Secondly, the other person I would like to thank is Josh Ryan, a good mate of mine, who helped me write notes for the Wanderers and Jets match because I was... I was involved in the game itself, obviously. So yeah, thanks Josh for your efforts. It helps a lot, mate. You can get involved in Power Chair Football here in New South Wales as an athlete, coach, referee or volunteer by visiting the NSW PFA website linked below. Our season takes place in Glenwood at the Valentine Sports Park from the 24th of February 2024 to the 6th of July 2024 every Saturday. Contact info at nswpfa.org.au for more information. Just a quick note that the views of this podcast are mine and mine alone. The opinions and thoughts expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the NSWPFA. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can follow us at Powered by Football Pod on Instagram, join our Facebook group, Powered by Football Podcast, or follow our Twitter account, Powered by Pod. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 